This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show. Hey there, families. Welcome to today's episode. Terry and I are so excited to be sitting next to Tracy Arlington of Play It Safe Defense. We have such a good episode for you guys today. We are going to talk about bully victim paradigm shifting and how to really empower our kids to deal with this very common problem in today's day and age. So we're going to cover five points for you today, parents. Um, how us, we as parents can teach and instill confidence in our kids and teach them how to set boundaries. Number two, we're gonna talk about how role-playing is critical. We talk about this so much at Fresh Start Family. Um, We're gonna talk about how sassiness only escalates a confrontation. Number four, we'll look at the victim mentality that really keeps us in a victim role. And lastly, number five, we're gonna talk about how powerful, kind words are. So Tracy, we're so grateful to have you here. I'm excited. Good morning. It's good, yeah, it's so cool because we were saying how God has just orchestrated this. Come to find out. So back up a little bit. We met Tracy when um, Tracy's been teaching self-defense in the San Diego area for 16 years. And I'm going to have you introduce yourself here in a second. But we had our kids go to one of your classes. And I remember just meeting you and being like, oh, I love you. <laughs> it left an impact on us for sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And then to come to find out that we go to the same church. We, I know. we have a big church here in San Diego. Wow. So we have five different campuses and we're up north and you're down south. But, and, but it's just so cool. And we're just so grateful that you're here. And, you know, I feel like there's this excitement because we could just talk for hours and hours. But We could. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead and let's kick this off with just really, um, please introduce yourself. Tell us. Um, about your company, what you do, and how you got to be a teacher of this work, and also your radical skills. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it truly was a God thing, because um, growing up, what I had to deal with the most was bullying. I was bullied um, for various reasons. One, my religion, and I was in a religion where, you know, we couldn't celebrate holidays, so can you imagine, I'm the kid that got yanked out of class for every class party or birthdays. Um, we couldn't, uh, we couldn't salute the flag. I mean, it was wow. tough. And so I learned real at a young age that really the best way to deal with bullying was, was to, uh, to be funny, excuse mm. me, or have people like you, you know, which is a lot to, to put on a kid because yeah. you're constantly tap dancing for people. Mm. So, um, uh, fast forward, uh, we got out of that religion, um, when I was a senior in high school and, and now nice. I'm a Christian and, nice. um, just, um, so fired up because one thing I've learned through my faith is that really there's some basic principles, you know, in the Bible that you can apply to your life. Like my favorite one, a gentle answer turns away angry people. Yeah. So instead of getting back in someone's face over something, it's just kind of learning how to deescalate. So I had a strong-willed son 
three and a half years old, and we were pulling our hair out. He was yeah. going to school, Power Ranger dude. Yeah, that nanny. Yeah. I'm gonna call out the nanny, yeah. but she was letting him watch Power Rangers while I was at work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'd go to school, and he was like, oh, "I'm the Queen Ranger," and then he karate chopped everybody. So my husband had said, "You know what? We're gonna put him in the car- in karate in the martial arts." I'm like, "Oh no, we're not. Right? What? What? <laughs> we're yeah. just gonna teach him to fight." No, I'm telling you, parents, martial arts is baby boot camp because what yeah. they do is they, it's all about character development. It's so he learned early on, you know, sensei says, you know, we don't, we use our martial arts only if we're in a dangerous situation. And, but really it was the whole confidence building thing. So a lot of what I've learned really was through uh, going through the martial arts program awesome. myself. So long story short, um, after 9-11, I lost my job. I was a flight attendant. Mm, yeah. Oh um, it, yeah. And uh, uh, actually, I didn't really lose it. I quit because it had, the whole industry was horrible. Didn't have, I have a degree no job. And then my sensei came to me and said, you know, we need to be teaching kids in the community that don't want to be in karate, but still need to learn how to protect themselves. And so um, I developed this course and I ba- and I have to tell you, guess where I learned most of my material from? Kids. Awesome. Kids yes. told me. Wow. See, we, we, we designed this course on how to protect yourself against a bully. And then the second half of the class, as you know, is what to do if your stranger tries to take you and how to mm-hmm. fight out of that. Go Chihuahua crazy. Yes, you're like that's, famous for. Yeah, that's what our branding is. And then we also talk about sexual assault prevention because 90% yes. of the time you know this person. Well, getting back to the bullying, so we go in and our God thing, immediately the Girl Scouts found us. They were awesome. looking for a self-defense instructor. Yeah. So we'd go in and we'd teach the girls, hey, you know, this is what you do. Back off. Leave me alone. And they were like, no, Mrs. A., that's not what's happening at our school. What's happening at our school is um, people are saying mean things. They're excluding me. They're gossiping about me. Or this is the number one email I get. I have a friend that one day she's nice to me. The next day she's not. Uh, yeah. He wants me to be in his game one day. And the next day I'm not good enough to be in his game. So it's the yo-yo friends. Mm. Right. And that's how the course was developed. Is learning how to de-escalate. Uh, learning how to be confident and stand up for yourself in a respectful way so that it doesn't escalate and you get labeled. Awesome. Yeah. So so nowadays, you mostly are in-person classes, right? And Mm -hmm. so it sounds like it's kind of threefold. You teach self-defense, stranger danger, Mm -hmm. and then self-defense as far as sexual abuse, which is so important. So important. I mean, gosh. Yeah, Terry and I have been in course rooms with so many people where we're like, gosh, it seems like it's, I mean, what is the statistic? Is it like... 90% of the time you know the person, one in three girls, one in six boys before the age of 18. Uh, That statistic is not... Blows your mind, yeah. And it wasn't until we sat in course rooms with people doing coursework where we really get authentic and vulnerable with one Mm -hmm. another to like kind of move through some limiting beliefs and stuff that we saw that the world is so full of this stuff, but nobody talks about it. No. Um, So yeah, so I love that. And then the third thing is the self-defense um, verbally against right. kind of the, the bully victim Right. Um, we call situation. it verbal karate. So someone punches that. you with a mean comment, you block with kindness. Oh, I love that, mm. which I just get so fired up too because, um, yeah, there's, there's such, like, I think the world and culture will teach you that you have to, like, smack back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and of course, I love that you're 
you're black belt, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's so cool to hear from you. And we are so on the same page here at Fresh Start Family that like the power of kindness, peace, love, like mm. it is way more powerful powerful than any type of fear and force, even though you can kick someone's butt. Right, right. Like you can kick someone's butt no, at any time with your no. physical force. But well, you know, Bruce Lee was the one that said the greatest martial artist is one who can stop a fight before it starts. So, awesome. You know, yeah. yeah. That's amazing because I think so many people gloss over that. I think especially probably the dads too. They're like, yeah, we're going to teach our kids how to kick ass. And it's all about yep. the fight, the fight, the fight, the like the conflict and like what's going to happen there. And I think people take their eyes off of what are we all reaching for anyways? And that's the peace. Right. Yeah. So it's like if you can sidestep the fight to get to the peace. Right. It sounds like you just have nailed it with all of these ways to do that. And in addition to it, if we're going to, if we're going to scrap, yeah. like I'm going to protect myself. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that to me, that's always a last resort with right. bullies. But yeah, if someone is sitting on my kid's stomach, pounding his head into the cement, yes. he's going to have to fight back in self-defense. Yeah. Right? And we and actually... make sure it doesn't happen again the next time. Right. Because exactly. like, if it doesn't, doesn't go great the first time, it's less mm-hmm. likely to Probably happen a second time. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a beautiful trifecta you represent at Play It Safe because we actually have had a few, and I know you know this, but we've had a few situations here in San Diego where people, kids almost got stolen. Like one one story right here in, not stolen, but um, abducted, just like in our hometown here, our little beach town in Lucadia, um, it was like a 16-year-old. She was ra- she was waxing her surfboard. I met board. her. Oh, you did? Yes. yes. And she kicked their ass. She did, and guess where she told me she learned it from? Where? Her brothers. Awesome. Yeah. She had older yeah. brothers, and yeah. she wrestled around with them, and she nice. said that it's just, it was just natural for her to react that quickly. Oh, it gives me chills uh-huh. because it's, it's part of the equation. We yeah. need to teach our kids how to protect themselves, and a lot of it is like, yes, you always seek peace and kindness and conflict, peaceful conflict negotiation. And if you're put in a situation, go chihuahua crazy. Yes. I love that about yeah. your company. Don't make me go chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> Chihuahuas are such funny animals. I love them. I know. Do but you, I don't own one. You know. <laughs> I know my husband says no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I tell you why, because our dog would she would hate that chihuahua. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So gosh, I like, you know, just we could talk about so much, but today we have decided to talk about these five points um, regarding the verbal karate, the bully victim mindset, how to approach the situation. Cause Tracy, you've shared with us how out of all like you do so many classes. I mean, you worked with thousands and thousands of kids and their families and what you're telling us is these days this is what's biggest on the biggest challenge on families hearts and kids Mm -hmm. hearts that are actually sharing with you how do how do I um, deal with this so let's let's kick it off with number one is um, your number one point is how parents can teach and instill confidence in their kids and teach them how to set boundaries talk to us about that right right so I think that some kids are just born confident Right, yep. you and I both have children that were born that way. Yeah, and then there are other children. I had a little girl in our class yesterday, a Girl Scout. That this was her third year with me, and the first two years she wouldn't eat, barely speak. Yeah, yeah. So for her to say, "Hey, back off, leave me alone," right, um, like would make her shake. Yeah. Yesterday, mm-hmm. Chihuahua. Yeah, I <laughs> was. I went home and told my husband about her, and I was crying because I was Aww, so happy. I, that's yeah. Awesome. So confidence is something that um, can be 
learned and it can be demonstrated, but it has to come from the parent. So if they're if they have a parent that stands with their hands in front of their body, you know, sh- you know, right. shoulders down, and um, doesn't make good eye contact or is kind of quiet or um, just doesn't look like an uh, I don't want to say aggressive, but assertive, yes. you know, in, yeah. a, in a respectful way, um, they're going to probably emulate that behavior. But I do have parents tell me, no, I'm pretty confident. Yeah. This is just the way God made her or, right. or him, right. right? So then you switch to, okay, how can I build confidence? Beautiful, yeah. Exactly. So um, a lot of it is is positive parenting. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, it's, is encouraging them versus praising them and, 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 and um, having that conversation with them about what confidence looks like. I like to have kids point out to me, show me someone who looks confident, show me someone who doesn't look confident so that they can teach, the child can teach the parent best way to learn. And also show me someone who you think maybe looks a little sassy Mm because sassiness attracts more sassiness, attitude attracts attitude. So um, that that is huge because once they're confident enough to speak up for, for themselves, that's when they're going to start setting the boundaries. And like you said, and this is probably what we're the most known for, is we you have to role play it. Yes. So that little girl yesterday, I could tell that her parents had worked with her. I could tell that she was watching the other girls and that on year three of taking this class, she was finally able to find her voice. That mm. is so beautiful. Yeah. Because, yeah, it takes practice. Practice. You know, yeah, it takes practice, and, practice. Mo- and modeling and, mm-hmm. yeah, and realizing. Fake it to make it. We <laughs> yeah. always say fake it to make it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I get a lot of parents in my membership, the bonfire and the, the course, who will say, I've, ta- I've told my kids about this. We've talked about this a lot and they're still not doing it. And I say... Have you shown them by modeling? Have you practiced with them? And then have you let them not succeed and then encourage them to try again tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Because life is not like an instant overnight fix. Like sometimes it takes three years to develop a life skill. Right, right. Um, But that is so beautiful about the positive parenting is that we don't give up on our kids and we just build up slowly and we work with them to do it with them, right? Like we always exactly. say, we come alongside the kids instead mm-hmm. of speaking down at them. Right. Do this. Be more confident. It's like they need support. They need you to practice yeah. with them. So. And here's tip number one. In our class, we always give them the Chihuahua confidence test. So what we tell them is we want you to stand with your hands at your side, shoulders back, and you're going to meet us for the first time. You don't, um, kids don't know if strangers are good right. or bad. They're don't knows. But I want you to tell me your name, look me in the eye, smile, because your power, your confidence comes from eye contact and smiling. Then wow. step back. If I'm a creepy person, whether you know me or you don't know me, I'm probably going to move forward and disrespect your boundary, right? Mm. So um, you know how parents will say, um, Johnny, um, look your coach in the eye. Look your teacher in the eye. You know how we're always right, correcting yeah. our children and we correct them in front yeah. of the teacher? Um, I like your philosophy where I afterwards you could say, hey, you know, when you met Mr. So-and-so or, or Coach So-and-so, um, how did you feel? Did you feel confident when you met him? Did you feel like, you know... Um, you're going to be that first string player or or did you feel a little shy? How did you feel when you met him? And they'll tell you, yeah, yeah, I was shy. I was embarrassed, you know, or they might say, no, and I looked him in the eye. I yeah. felt like a superhero. Right. 
That is so interesting. I just did this yesterday. (laughs) Because, not in the right way. Um, (laughs) I I I told Taryn was saying goodbye to his little buddy. Um, He had been at his buddy's Nolan's house, and they were, you know, playing, and the nanny was there. And I always say, look look Yennefer in the eyes and say thank you, and then look Nolan in the eyes and say thank you, because he is our one that... Um, is a little bit more shy, uh-huh. and uh, but it's just funny because I'm right. thinking about it now, and I probably could have said to him um, when he came home, "Hey, next time I want you to try to look her in the eyes and say thank you, and I want you to practice it with me right now." And yeah. it would have been less of a correction and more of an empowerment teaching. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah, just and find nice whatever their role models are. We had a four-year-old in our parent and me class for uh, pre-K and I mean TK and K, and I said to him, "Hi, what's your name?" And he looked me straight in the eye. Four years old. Yes. He goes, I am Batman. <laughs> and I go, I go, that's so cute. I go, you're so awesome. cute. I go, okay, so what's your name? Yeah. I am Batman. Yes. But he being Batman, channeling channeling his inner Batman, oh, he cool. looked me in the eye. So I just called him Batman the rest awesome. of the class. Wendy, I don't even know what his name was. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's I what he means. But that yes. was his role model. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Very cool. Well, hey there, families. This episode is brought to you by the freshstartfamilyonline.com free online masterclass, What to Do When Your Kids Say No, Five Positive Parenting Tips to Help Gain Cooperation and Dissolve Power Struggles with Integrity. Families, this is one of my favorite topics to teach on. We're going to cover how to gently guide your kids towards action, even when they don't want to move or do what's asked of them. Ways to see kids who push back a lot as incredible blessings and future leaders. I promise they really are. The importance of paradigm shifting with thoughts and beliefs about power-seeking misbehavior and how to implement a pause button or a heart connector to ignite creativity and model self-control. You can head to www.freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash power struggles class. That's freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash power struggles class to save your spot. I will see you at class. All right, number two. We, we're kind of already touching on it, but how role-playing is critical. We must write the scripts for our kids' brains by using role-play. So yep. talk to us more about that. Yeah. So this is something I learned from Dr. Phil. Um, typically, if children don't really know what to, to respond. So if I tell you, if I say to you, you're not my friend anymore, and you haven't thought about it, you're like, uh, yeah. uh natural response well I don't want to be your friend anyhow right so if we can write the scripts that your children come home and say so-and-so said this to me and then you role play the proper response they'll have somewhere to go well what Dr. Phil said that is that in 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 an attack whether it's verbal or physical the first three seconds are the most critical so they call it the first three seconds of denial so if I grabbed you you're gonna think do I know this lady Right. Is this on candid camera? Oh, wait a minute. That's that's old. Yeah. <laughs> Is this on YouTube? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So the same thing with a verbal. If I say to you, um, you know, lady, you're crazy. You know, what the heck were you thinking? And you like, and you're like, what's going on here? You're trying to process it. It's going to make my power level shift. Mm. So by writing those scripts with our children and ourselves. Um, we are going to be able to basically have a place to go in our mind in less than three seconds so nice. we can disarm them. Mm. Because the Beautiful. more time that happens, 
the, um, the more power that they get. So that's why I'm such a huge advocate of role play, and so is Dr. Phil. And so are we. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning, you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being, air quotes, mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. It's interesting too, because like even like on like a less confrontational version, like not an attack or anything, but it seems like childhood is like you're always set up for needing a comeback. I feel yes. like I, as a kid, what like culture, yeah, teaches you. Yeah. I always needed like some always. sort of a comeback, and not necessarily in a like snide. But you need to be a, be ready to answer. Uh-huh. You and, want to feel confident. Right. I know I am, but I, what are you, Terry? Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, but, but, so there's all the like immature, like and and sassy meets sassy, and attitude mm-hmm. meets attitude. But you know, now as an adult, you can realize you're just like, no. What are those comebacks that really are true to who your character is, mm-hmm. so that you can always have the comeback that's true to who you are. And, and not, like, just matching whatever energy they're giving you, too. Exactly. Yeah, because a comeback can be walking away. It can be putting your shoulders back and being, like, walking away. Like, that that yeah. can't... It doesn't have to be, like, words. It doesn't have to be a smackdown, right? Like, no. But to have the plan, to have to role play it. Yes. Right. And, like, right. to give some real-life examples, um, you know, our 
we've had it's cool like um we've had we always have so much fertile ground for learning and applying this work in our own families but our little guy um just like a few months ago he got his confidence shaken at the skate park like some kid like he had been out for a few months because it was summer and it was hot and then when he went back like of course you haven't been on your board for a while so you're a little rocky so sure. your confidence is all, already a little bit lower and then some kid like called him fat and told him he sucked and after that was the first time he's ever called me to have him pick it pick him up and it just like crushed us because you know yeah. parents you know you hate to see your kids sad and then it rocked his confidence and he like we just finally got him back on a board like last night he had fun in the front yard he had he had some friends over um like but it was interesting how we we haven't we haven't done that we haven't practiced like um, what is your comeback? Like, how can you take care of yourself when someone says something hurtful right. without just having it rock your world? Right. Because you're still going to feel the hurt, right. but let's role play it out. Like, what is it going to look like? So I, it gives me ideas right now of how we can work with him because it's hap- that's his little thing right now. It yeah. happens to him a lot. And he gets his confidence shaken. Um, whereas the other one, <laughs> his sister is like, she, she seems like she's an ox. Like, yeah. you know, she yeah. still struggles with it. She's in a tween age group now where they do say a lot of stuff. Sure. Like she even had a play date last night where she came home and she said, mom, I love my friend, but she, she talks negatively about people. She gossips a lot. Yeah. And you could tell what she was saying to us was, I don't know how to respond to that because I, it's like, you, it's that tween age group where you, you, uh, you're like, you want to fit in and, and not be like the outcast. That's like, I don't talk negatively about people, but in her heart, her heart was guiding her to say, no, thanks. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just right. thinking about my own life, how we could apply what you're saying with yeah. the role playing right. Like tonight, we, like we should have a family meeting tonight, maybe with some ice cream and say, Hey guys, we just need to practice like how to, how to you know, how to respond to these situations right. and then they'll be in better shape And that's on it. It's practicing, you know, because um, we, we actually go over that. We have like a middle school class on how to handle cool. gossip. Yeah. But until until you sit there and, and, and talk to your child about how to respond to that, you know what? They just want, like you said in uh, the uh, podcast I heard about your tool belt, mm-hmm. we call it our toolbox. Okay. Yeah. We just need a couple of responses that are really easy to remember. So, so for instance, so Terry, tell me I'm ugly. Um, you are so ugly. And I go, oh, Your yeah, chin's that's, ugly. That's good to know. Right. Good I to love, know, right? Yeah. So when that boy at the park said to your <laughs> son, awesome. you're fat, it would have been great for him just to go, hey, good to know, bud. And right. then acted like it's not a big deal, even though inside he's like, oh. And then another thing, too, this is my favorite, the power of yet. So he said, dude, man, you suck on that skateboard. Yeah, um, I'm not good at it yet, but I am working on it. That's why I'm here, right? <laughs> I Tracy, this See? is so. Do you yeah. remember when she when we were in the course and yeah. she, and I was like in the on the sidelines, just like yes, yeah, yeah, no, because it's great. so kind. Yeah, it's kind. It's short because it's just good to know. Hey, that's why I'm here with a smile. Hey, right, dude, and you're kind of nice about it. What's the guy gonna go? Oh, I don't like it when you're nice, <laughs> and then yeah. walk away. Right? He might say something. He might go, "Well, you're a jerk," and walk away. Ignore it. Well, you have a, a mm-hmm. personal story of this, so we can just one more example of this. Yeah. I remember you told someone said something to you at the store. What was it? It was like... Oh, Home Depot. (laughs) It was Home Depot. Tell that story real quick because I think parents need to to know 
like I think it's easier for parents to teach their kids this when they they feel it themselves. Mm-hmm. So which one would disarm you is the question yeah. before Tracy tells a story real yeah. quick. Because again, we're trying to teach our kids how to feel confident in a situation where someone says something unkind or is or is attacking, and we want our kids to be confident and be kind. Like in the work of positive parenting with Fresh Start Family, we want a parent with firmness and kindness. And people yes. get so confused about this. Yeah. You can be firm and bold and assertive and confident and always be kind, right? Just yeah. like Jesus. Like exactly. Jesus was. He turned the cheek. Yes, he yeah. turned the cheek. So yeah. tell us the Home Depot story. Well, first of all, I got to back that up because I, I want it to be completely transparent. And I hope my children are listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or will be, yeah. So what, um, I was at Target one day with my son, Christian, who's now 22. And yeah. he was probably maybe nine eight or nine and this lady yelled at me for pushing my shopping cart down the wrong side of the aisle Mm. now I should have used one of my power protectors I should have de-escalated a gentle answer turns away wrath but I was having a bad day and I turned around and I said something like um you're ridiculous really yeah really there's no right or wrong side of the aisle yeah. And then I go like under my breath, what a witch. Right. Something like that, yeah. right? All in front of my son. Beautiful yeah. example. Yeah. God so convicted me. And then what God did was he made me teach this class. Right. <laughs> and make it up. Yes. And so since then, do you know that that's haunted me? Haunted me. Yeah. So when the Home Depot thing happened last fall, it was right before the election, uh, the primaries or no, no, not the primaries, but when we had, we had to vote for something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was signing a petition for, um, the gas tax repeal. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm bending over and this guy walks out and this man walks by and he goes, you're an idiot for signing that. He goes, it's people like you. We're never going to get our roads fixed. Right. Yep. Well, there's that part of me that, you know, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. devil sitting on my shoulder is it? Tell react. him to mind his own business. Tell him, you know, you're an old fart. Right? <laughs> that's awesome. And uh uh-uh. uh, no, I took a deep breath and that's it. Took the deep breath. Pause button, I yeah. paused. I, I hit the pause button. Okay. And then I just said to him, hey, that's good to know, sir. You have a blessed day. Yeah. And then I just finished the petition and I could see. That enraged him. He looked at me and he wanted to say something, but he knew, how am I going to fight with someone who's nice? And he stomped away and the guy at the table said, wow, that's awesome. Where'd you learn that? It takes two, <laughs> Literally right? Literally makes me like want to cry. It, I yeah. love this story it so takes much. Two. It takes two people to fight. And if once you like just diffuse it, it's like you got nothing left. You're yeah. on your own, buddy. Yeah. Like carry on with your, whatever you're carrying. And, right. and, I'm, and I honestly pray that you do have a better day. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I honestly, I'm, yeah. I'm, I just want to be a light and I hope right in this moment I've been a light for you because obviously you're having a hard day. Yeah. And he was because his wife was so embarrassed by his yeah. behavior. She punched him in the arm. Yeah. <laughs> or at the minimum, you're having a hard time getting across. Like if you've done some sort of research on this bill, you're having a hard time getting across how you would actually impact somebody in a positive way to think. Or see it your way. Exactly. Right. You know? You're more influential uh, now oh, that you've used the right, kindness. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. that's such a good example. Yeah, and I know we're going to get to it, but um, I will tell you, uh, I'm going to talk about, it. I think, the last point, my favorite book. And I really believe um, he was just running on empty. He had yeah. to have been. You don't pick out strangers out of nowhere and just say something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. I think it sounds like, you know, this is a great segue to uh, point number three, 
sassiness only escalates a confrontation. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, whether he was being quote unquote sassy, it, it probably a lot of it was his tone and his delivery. Uh -huh. And then you took, took away, you know, the confrontation by just completely not matching exactly. the, 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 right. the tone, the attitude right. or whatever. Or so, if I had gotten sassy, right. if I said, um, you know, oh, whatever. So give us some examples for kids. You already did the one where, um, like we had two so far. So that was, um, thanks. That's so good to know. Oh, and the power, yeah. the power of yet. The power of yet is that. amazing. Yeah. So, and then by the way, the short answer is getting back to, we call it, um, in the winner acronym, which your your listeners will get on our oh, um, yeah. on our verbal karate strategy sheet, is uh, walk away, ignore the comment. The first N is no sassiness. Say something short. So it's like this: Good to know. Right. Okay, sure. Noted. Noted. <laughs> Indeed. And then okay. now we have a new one. A, a girl, a little nine-year-old taught me this. Somebody called her a nerd, and she goes, yay, me. <laughs> and then he goes, no, a nerd is, is that's not good. She goes, yeah, it is. That means I'm smart. Yay, me. And yes. then she walked away. How awesome is that? That's yeah. Awesome. The next N is to say something nice, change the subject, and we'll get to that in a minute. But here's what I want your, your listeners to understand, and it's it'll be on their review sheet. Sassiness attracts sassiness. Here are the worst words you can use. Yes. So, I don't care. Who cares? And this is what parents teach their kids. Whatever. Mm. Okay. Terry, if you say, I mean, Terry, if you say whatever to Wendy, what yeah. happens? Oh, there's just immediate disconnection. You, yeah. You're like, you're, you're not going to. I want to respond with why why it matters. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <gasps> like. How dare you like? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So you have to replace those sassy words. And remember, in the class we had the sassy Sasquatch. Oh, don't yes. be a sassy Sasquatch. So we replace whatever. So you tell me that I'm ugly instead of me going, yeah, whatever. Like I even care what you think. Right. To um, hey, good to know. Yeah. But if we're a friend, and that's probably a, another subject we should move into we can't just say um, good to know and walk away we have to resolve it ah yes. we have to have the conflict resolution piece yeah, yeah. that's yeah. So well, yeah and i can cool. see how mm -hmm. you know with whether it's a stranger or not a friend like you're you're just trying not to perpetuate it too you're like i think for the whoever is being told the the hurtful things it's like do you want to perpetuate it? Because if so, go ahead and match it with sassiness and just keep it going and mm -hmm. hope it goes somewhere good. Normally won't. Right. But you're right. With a friend, it's like, okay, shut it down and then find a way out to where you guys can come out of it together. Mm. Yeah. And then yeah. and then we as at Fresh Start Family support parents how to take it deeper at home. So like when, some, when you feel hurt, so we do a lot of like emotional um, intelligence and emotional literacy work. So after a kid has a day, we, we mentor parents on how to have relationship-based parenting models in their home yeah, where they yeah. actually, their kids talk to them. Like last night when Stella came home, thank God because of this work, she said to us like, can I talk to you about how I'm uncomfortable about what happened? Whereas, you know, I think the traditional model often will disconnect and your kids don't, the kids don't talk to parents, right? Like, right. so we want, we want to have open community we want to have good relationships where our kids actually tell us things, but that's where we, you, ha I believe you, ha you do have to teach your kids. Like when someone says you're fat or you're ugly, you have the verbal karate and then later work, you know, work through it, feel the hurt because mm -hmm. it hurt just doesn't just go away. You got to feel it right. and then know how to take care of yourself 
to get through that. And that's life. Like all, all through life, hurt is one of the five basic emotions that um, we're going to, there's going to be people in life that hurt you. Right. Um, you don't have to match it, which is what, what we're doing today. And there's all these ways to deescalate it. So you don't, it doesn't become this pattern, like this bully situation, but also then parents learn how to work with your kids and teach them how to take care of themselves when they do feel hurt or they do feel scared. Right. Like, right. yeah. When someone says like, I'm going to kill you or I'm going to like have your comeback, but then know that you felt scared in that moment. You exactly. felt hurt in that moment. And that's what we do later in a calm time with, we teach families how to teach right. them, how to and work with them. And I think that dynamic's going to look different because there's a big difference between the kid on the playground who's really not your friend and he mm-hmm. shoves you and says, you know, hey, loser. Um, right. And then you're like, um, hey, good to know. Have a good day. Right. Versus the friend that's like, uh, no, you can't be in our game because you're no good. And you're like, wait a minute, that's my friend. So right. that conversation with a parent when they come home and they talk about their hurt is going to look different yep. depending on, on the mean behavior um, that they saw at school that day. And, you yeah. know, we haven't really defined bullying, but really bullying is... It's repetitive, it's constant, and it's targeted. So if I say to you, Wendy, oh my gosh, what are you eating? That's disgusting. Go outside and eat that. I'm not being a bully. Right. I'm being rude and bossy. Yes. But if I keep picking at you, yeah. I'm totally exhibiting bullying behavior. It's so important to, to um, note the differences because the term bully gets thrown out a lot these a days, lot. right? And it's and it's really, it's just kids learning social-emotional skills. And some mm-hmm. kids are a little abrasive and a little rude, and they need good teachers to teach them a different way, right? But mm-hmm. I remember in kindergarten, Stella, um, she was she's always been our power girl. She's always loved to lead. Like now at age almost 12, you can see like, She's taken it and she's done beautiful things with it. Like she loves, she's a drummer and she, she basically, we've come to realize like drummers kind of lead a band. They do. Like if the drum get like the drums, but she will start that band off. She plays like incredible music. She's so confident. She'll step on a stage like, and just be like, hello, thousands, like she could play for thousands of people. Awesome. <laughs> we went to see Metallica in Worship Ireland. Worshiping. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I remember yeah. asking her like, when we went to see this big concert, like, if, like, you got invited up on stage, like, do you think you could go up there and play? And she thought about it for a second. She was like, yeah, I would. I would right in front of 75,000 people. Oh, but in man. kindergarten, she was still learning, like, what does it look like to, to learn how to feel powerful without being bossy, without stepping in front mm. of people, without demanding that your kids play the game your way. But long story short... The teacher told me one day that a few parents had thought she was bullying. And I was like, yes. oh my gosh. Uh-huh. So my my way to deal with that is I came in and taught the kids the difference, you know, and I taught them a lot of the stuff that you teach. Right. But I'll never forget there was one little, there was these two twins that were so cute, the sweetest little blondest kid, kids. And I said, okay, guys, today, five-year-olds. We're going to learn about, you know, what to do when someone says something really unkind to you. How can you respond with firmness and kindness, which is just like what we teach parents. And this little girl, she's like, I know, I know. It's like when someone says, your shoes are ugly, you look them right in the face and you say, well, your face is ugly. (laughs) 
I know. See, and, and it's true. People teach. I know. I know. I know. She had the answer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I just showed my, my bonfire membership community this yesterday, but right over there, I have the little thing that we created to teach this little girl that she doesn't have to respond like that. That And so we went through a whole thing. We created a stop sign. We taught her an I am statement and how to do a pause button and then mm-hmm. respond with integrity. But it was just so funny because it represents like, it's, yeah, these, these kids, they're just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And some of them have gotten the wrong messaging and then some of them are just learning how to feel powerful without, you know, being rude and disrespectful, but it's not bullying. That's a difference. Bullying is that targeted, you know, like you're picking on a kid and Uh you're like taking his lunch money every day. It's like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely some bullies. Well, yeah. yeah. And I think this is important too, because I think some kids are just in a different part of their journey also with like not having a filter or just realizing that they're being rude. Right. Like, I think there are kids that are a little chronically rude at certain points. Doesn't mean that they're like a bully. And I think sometimes it is just like we were talking about before we even started is like, um, instead of like walling that kid off, sometimes you need to build the bridge, get to know them to realize actually Mm -hmm. they've got a really great heart. They just don't have a filter and they just don't realize they're being rude yet. And sometimes most of the time, okay, 99% of the time it's because the parents don't have a filter. So it's a learned behavior. You know, the dad that's yelling at someone that just cut him off or, you know, or, or, oh my God, I can't even believe she's, she looked at me that way or she said that, uh, you know. Or yeah. parents commenting on the news. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's a whole different podcast. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have to tell our students, guys, we know a lot of this is coming from television. Your parents are, are you know, housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. You know, you, you get these women off, you know, they're talking about each other. So they're making gossip entertainment. Politicians are making gossip entertainment. And then, let's face it, even on Disney and Nickelodeon, we see a lot of kids um, on their the kids' shows use sassiness yeah. for their comeback. Yeah. 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 So it's a learned behavior. And, like, gossip-wise, like, parents screaming at the TV, like, that's so stupid. This president is so stupid. Yeah. Or, or these, th- like, are you serious? Like, this is, re- and I, I have to. I have to own up. I say it sometimes and I'm like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that because it's just, it's not necessary. It's not teaching. Me commenting on the TV is not teaching Uh anything. But I think kids learn like, Mm -hmm. you know, they And you know what I would suggest for the parents because I do this with, because I have, you know, older kids now. Instead of saying, I can't believe he said that. I can't believe he tweeted that. Right. I now say, you know, there are other ways of saying that that yes. sound kinder and would be more productive. Beautiful. And then I get my kids thinking, oh, yeah, how could how could the delivery be different? Because like you said earlier, yeah. when the delivery is different, it's going to, it might change my mind. Oh, beautiful. I mm-hmm. love that correction. Yeah. We got to do that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. 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 That's great. So, yeah. So, um, so we defined bully, and I think that's usually where, like, you know, everybody's eyes and focus is on, but let's talk about the victim mentality and, um, and Mm -hmm. that whole role in it, because that can be, um, equally challenging, you know, in a way to, you know, kind of break a mindset and and kind of reset out of just being a victim. Cause it Mm -hmm. seems like there's a pattern that some people get into and especially kids and parents rescuing kids that it's like, you know, they're just yeah. always going to be the victim no matter where they go. So let's talk yeah. a little bit Can about that. Can I tell that. you a story? Okay, so yeah. this, um, and you have to remember, I've taught 
hundreds of thousands of kids. Just yes. Girl Scouts alone, 120 we're at right now. But wow. this, and so for me to remember this, it, it 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 eats at me. And I and this mom came up to me after class and she said, "My daughter, um, and I think the girl was eight. She was a brownie, and she said mm-hmm. she's being bullied just you know unmercifully at school." And I said, "Well, tell me what's going on." Okay, now you got to remember the mom is talking to me with the daughter right there. Mm-hmm. The daughter's not saying a word. Yeah. And the mom was like, "These girls, you know, they'll make fun of her because she's." really smart and they're jealous of her because she's smart and um you know the same thing happened to me when I was growing up everyone picked on me because I'm the smartest kid in the class and then they don't want to play with her so now we had just gone through the class so I asked the little girl you know based on what you learned today how could you handle it when someone you know calls you a nerd or what are you going to say when they say no you can't sit at our lunch table this table is for our club right so now they're excluding her and she's walking away looking sad and defeated you know body language is 93 percent of the way we communicate so every time she tried to tell me what she could do now based on what she had learned her mom would interrupt her Mm. and go well that doesn't work she did that she tried that i told her that you know and it just never stops and so i said well she said you know, it's affecting her. She doesn't want to go to school anymore. And every day we go through this, this is all in front of the child. And I said, well, have you thought about maybe a fresh start? Maybe just trying another school. Oh, no, no, no. She has to be at the school because academically it's top over the other school. Mm -hmm. So now she's putting the child's academics over the child's health, her mental health, social, emotional health. And that's what really, really bothered me. And then what really bothered me, Wendy, and this is what really gets to me is I never heard from that parent again. And I gave her um, a really uh, a good book to read it that I, I like. It's called Little Girls Can Be Mean, uh, Four Steps to Bullyproofing Girls in the Early Grades. And I said, you know, bring her back to another class email me. I want to hear about the progress. Tell me what's going on. And I never heard from them. So I felt like the mom just wanted to vent in front of the daughter and made the daughter feel even more of a victim. Oh, this is to me, like Mm -hmm. out of all my teaching and I, and I run across this with parents too. And I have to constantly soften my heart and just like go to empathy because it's really hard for me. Like it's like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's such a, it's like habitual, right? Like once you get into that mindset, mm-hmm. it probably just becomes a pattern in your life as a parent mm-hmm. to, to, to move into the rescue, the pity, mm-hmm. the fixing, Everything's bullying when it's like not. Catastrophizing. Mm-hmm. Sizing, catastrophizing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really hard. But yeah, Terry and I, we did with one of our favorite mentors in the world, we have a um, pod, an episode on escaping a victim mentality or leaning into self-reliance. I think it might, you know, seven, eight, something like that. Um, but it's, there's so many ways that we can, uh, like, at first acknowledge that we are sitting in a victim mindset and then commit to moving out of it. Because mm-hmm. it's not healthy and it keeps you stuck, and it's not something we want to pass on to our kids. If right. you if you're like, yeah, I have a tendency to go there sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But I think wouldn't you, would you agree that parents will know that they're in it if they feel like they want to rescue, they feel pity, like oh my poor child, um, the poor thing, mm-hmm. like hopeless, defeated, pity, rescue, and that they just want to fix. 
Right. And then the child becomes dependent on that person, on the parent fixing it. And then they don't know what to do. It's like with a rape victim. Um, I see rape victims that have um, gone from being victims to victorious, truly. Yes. Um, Our little Christian a cliche that we use, but it's true. Yeah. And then I have other women that come in my class that are in their fifties and they were, you know, molested or, or raped as children and they're still stuck yeah. in that victim yeah. mentality. And their whole lives have just, um, because they're stuck in that mentality, they've yeah. had really had, um, a fruitless type of a life and it wasn't until they actually got into therapy and then maybe took a self-defense class and started volunteering and teaching other women that's when they get out of that victim mentality you gotta break the cycle Uh because otherwise you just get keep putting into that of course this would happen to me and when this happens to me i feel this way and i do this and then of Uh course this would happen to me and so they just they never get out of it and sometimes like wendy was saying it's the mom or dad who lived lived it and then now is seeing some sort of similarity in their kid and they're literally passing it on to them mm-hmm. by talking in front of the teacher. Uh-huh. And I always am interested too, because I've heard this similar thing, is sometimes they blame it on something that actually they're claiming that their kid has some superiority too. It's because they're so smart. <laughs> yeah. It's because... All, no, like, it's true. You know, it, it's like... It's not their fault. They're the smartest kid. It's like don't put that on the kid too, because then you're, you're just, you're saying that their gift is actually their curse and like all this stuff. It's yeah, like just it gets love really them. muddy. And then if and then if you're you're creating some sort of identity complex, like let's just say next year they aren't the smartest kid in uh-huh. the class, then all of a sudden they're getting picked on and they're not good enough yeah. for you. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's really toxic yeah. to to, to and- not just. Get outside. And before I forget, because I will, I'll like, I have to, I have to say this. Let me give you a quick example of something else. And when you dig deep. Okay. So my child's getting picked on because she's the smartest in the class. Right. Right. Okay. Then I find out she might be the smartest in the class. But she's also the most annoying one yes. in the class because she's <laughs> always raising her hand. Always. Yeah. Put your hand down. Or... So Terry gets the answer, and she's the one that's in the back going, that's not how you say that. Right. That's not how you do that. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, 
respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions. FreshStartFamilyOnline.com forward slash firm and kind. Parents, that's why your kid's getting picked on. It's not because she's the smartest person in the class. It's because she's using that superiority um, to correct people. And now she's become the most annoying kid in the class. That's what the problem is. So if I could have followed that little girl to school, I bet you $10. I would have been able to see a lot of behaviors that she was doing, including being sassy, um, that was causing the kids to pick on her. It wasn't because she was so smart. That's so beautiful. And parents, don't mistake this for if you've got a kiddo that's getting picked on right now we're not like saying it's uh, he's 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 the cause of it like we're just we're saying it takes two and don't put your child into a victim state because if this is picking on bullying whatever you want to call it it's relationship based and there's so many things you can do to empower your kid to get out of it instead of moving into like my poor kid this is the reason right and i have Uh another story too like um, one of our little guy's little buddies, like his mom sat with me one night and was in tears at the campfire. We, we like um, camped together, this mom and son's group. And she said the same thing, like, you know, like he's in his tent crying because all the boys are picking on him and this is a thing. It happens all at school. And, um, you know, he's the smartest in the class and he's above grade level and, and all the kids pick on him. And I go, oh, that's so interesting because I've never, I've never like, notice that and like Taryn's above grade level too but it's not something I trip on that I think he's going to get picked on for and then as as exactly what you're saying happened Mm -hmm. unrolled as I watched and I seeked to understand and I asked questions and that's exactly what came out when I asked questions was why does he get picked on Taryn or what he said because it's because he he um will tell you that you're wrong or that Uh he and so it became this whole thing and so and he has a meltdown and then he and then he moves into victim mode and he cries in the corner and then he tattletales exactly so we have to tell the kids in our class you guys if someone says you know you're being annoying and they don't want you to play in the game and you're like fine i didn't want to play with you anyhow right and then they stomp off manny meltdown they're never going to want to play with you oh, yeah. so if you're correcting people you're tattling all those things those are the things that uh, kids are they're they don't they don't think like adults. Those are the behaviors that yeah. makes them not want to play with you. It's not because you're the smartest person right. in the class, you know. It perpetuates a it's cycle. It's always two-sided. And, in fact, I wanted, uh, real quick, one of my favorite schools we did a school assembly for, and she, they have, like, the best principal ever. You know, I'm going to shout out to Creekside yeah. Elementary. Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. Love Creekside Elementary. 
awesome. love their principal, Christine. She, um, she, so we do a kindness assembly. And then they were having some problems with the second graders after our assembly, mm-hmm. not but about a month after that. Do you know, she called me to come back just to talk to the second graders nice. to figure out what was going on. Why was this particular beautiful. group of kids excluding? Like they kept, they, 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 they were having a really pro- that uh, problem with excluding. Well, come to find out, it wasn't just that these little girls were the mean little click, clicky right. girls. It, they were, but the girls that they were excluding also had a piece in that their dynamic was victim mode right so they were they were making themselves less desirable to even want to be asked to be in that group yes yes and that and that they the girls weren't handling it well and that's why they were being excluded and then you move in and then you empower them you Mm -hmm. change everyone's mindset and like that's the last thing i want to leave off on point number four and then we got to move on to the last one because we're going long here, <laughs> but is, is have instant. So like, if you're like, Oh shoot, I drop down into victim mode. Sometimes I see that my kid does it. Maybe some of this is sounding familiar to you. Just remember, move into empowerment and teach the kids. All you have to do, seek to understand, find out what's going on and then choose a way to teach and build them up right. instead of keeping them stuck. Like everyone, it's, it's hard. It's hard, but pe- right. everyone's got a part and teach your kids how to have options instead of moving into the victim right. mindset. That's all Write I'm saying. Write the script. Give them those yeah. verbal strategies, you know. Yeah. And then one thing we haven't touched on, I know we're running out of time, is if it is a friend, we have to teach them how to resolve that conflict. And that acronym, the TALK, will be in the notes. But TALK, yeah. take time to calm down. Talk to my friend alone. Let them know how I feel. And K, Beautiful. keep it kind, even if they're still not kind to me. And parents, if your child has a yo-yo friend, and it's not fixable that your child's talked to this uh, friend and their friend's still mean to them, then we always say, sometimes the yo-yo got to go-go. Nice. That's an nice. unhealthy relationship. Yeah, take a break. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. absolutely. That's such a good point. So I get that question a lot, um, which is like, and and sometimes I find my, I, I, I react a little bit because I believe that I think God uses difficult people in our lives a lot to, to mold and shape us, right? And so I love the idea, like, when our little guy was having a, a situation where someone says something unkind to him a lot, and there's, like, one little boy that's super abrasive, we had him over for a play date. Because I'm like, let's bring him in. Let's play with him. Let's love get to that. Know him, right? Love that. Um, so we really encourage, like, don't be the family that, like, um, only put your kid in a school because it's protected and there's no one like that's different from them or only lets your child play with people who are like exactly nice all the time. Like we, so we encourage like, yes, there's going to be tough people. There's going to be touch tough, um, teachers, like, but teach your children how to work with it. And, but, but here's the big, but I love this, that sometimes it comes to a point where you gotta go. Like it's okay to take mm-hmm. a break from relationships, but first, Try it out. Do the peaceful conflict negotiation, mm-hmm. like you're saying. Have them over for a play date. Seek to understand. Teach your children how to build bridges, like Terry says. Mm-hmm. And then I love this. Like also, it is okay to say yeah. we're not going to play with them for a while. Right. We're going to take a break. But because, we still yes. have to be kind. So yes. we can still be in a game together. But that boy doesn't have to be the one that's spending the night. Right. 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 Exactly. And, and that boy doesn't need to know that he's been excluded either. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. And by the way, real quickly, a great Christian book by Haley DeMarco. It's called Frenemies. It's great for oh. tweeners and and high school girls. And she actually has the girls take a test in the book 
and it shows you if your friend is a friend of me or a yo-yo. Oh, and if the girl scores high, like let's say the friend is 80% of the time mean, 20% of the time not mean, then Haley talks on um, how you can break up with that friend um, from a from a, a oh, Christian perspective. A respectful. A respectful yeah. uh, a way. Haley DeMarco called Frenemies. That's so cool because, mm-hmm. yeah. And then if, there's, if the friend's like a 50-50 or 60-40, how to work it out. Yeah. Well, I think the, you know, the common denominator through all of this stuff is, is if you find yourself um, or your kid is in a challenge, let's build more relationship skills. That's the whole basis yeah. of both of, you know, your businesses, this podcast, everything. It's like, let's, instead of rescuing, running away, um, unless it's truly a harmful uh-huh. situation. Punching um, back. Yeah, Acting punch like back. a victim. Let, let's uh-huh. figure out what kind of relationship tools you can put in your tool belt so that you can build bridges, empathize with other people more, and learn how to just navigate the world. Right. Because yeah. the world is going to have the people at the Home Depots. Yeah. That if every The boss. Right. Yeah. That you're probably, <laughs> boss, you know, yeah. and I, I know you were just in problem-solving mode when you were talking to that parent of saying, have you considered going to another school? That's probably a last resort. I think totally you should try resort. to navigate, like where you're at and, and empower your kid to have some some more tools to deal with it because this is the time to practice it uh-huh. yeah because if you if you yeah. if you just keep running away and then one day your kid's grown up yeah. you put them out in the world all those same people right. are out there waiting to prey on them or to yeah you know see if do yeah. they have that confidence do they have yeah. that yeah. relationship skill and if you don't use the time now to practice it, when will you? But see, here's the sad part. Is that mom, I don't think, was capable of helping her navigate and yeah. problem she solve. Because she was stuck in victim mode. Yeah, yeah she was yeah. stuck. She was stuck, yeah. right. Yep, every time I can sense when, so in my membership group, it's called The Bonfire, um, I do weekly coaching and we have a private group where we get real vulnerable with like challenges. When families have challenges, they post a question that is like, full messy life like my kid did this this did that and I often will see a challenge where it often it it'll be like around some anxiety or fears or actually it's all the time but I a lot of times I'll just stop the parent and say we're not going to even talk about what we're doing with the kiddo right now we're going to start with you how are you getting supported Ah. in this how are you getting supported with your own anxiety and your own fears here's all these resources Here's a meditation. Here's like all these things that you can do, but I want you to start with you. And then in a few months, we'll get back on how we're going to help him because the modeling and them getting through it first does so much. Brilliant. You know? That's brilliant. Okay, yeah. so let's wrap it up. Like yep. uh, two minutes. Um, let's, if you could summarize our last point that you, this is so beautiful, these five points you created for us today, Tracy. Kind words are powerful, powerful words. Let's, t- um, so how to be kind instead of telling our children, don't be mean. Right. And you have a favorite And you know, I'll share. tell you where I got this from. Cindy Martin, who's the superintendent for San Diego Unified, she said, instead of teaching children don't bully, which is October's National Anti-Bully Awareness Month, let's oh, change the message to no child left unkind. Oh, I Isn't love that. Awesome? That. Awesome. So January is the National Kindness Challenge, and I encourage schools, so parents, um, PTAs, to actually participate in the National Kindness Challenge. It's the last week of January, and you can sign up as a school online. My favorite books, this is how we promote kindness, is Have You Filled a Bucket Today? Yes, I have it right there. Love <laughs> the book. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I recommend to this mom that called me um, on Sunday or Monday about her, her child who's having a problem in first grade because he is 
exhibiting some mean behaviors, right? So uh, that's a beautiful. Can you tell us that story real quick? No names, of yeah, course, no, of but course, and yeah. I think it'll wrap up everything really yeah. beautifully. So you did, you taught her, and she in, took your coaching, is running with it, and and then we, right. you were saying you think God brought us here together Absolutely. today. Absolutely, she. Her. I believe she has a strong-willed child. You know, yeah. they're trying to diagnose him, but I believe honestly. By observing him, I thought he was just kind of on the young side, but it's one of those things where um, kids want to be his friend, but then if things don't go his way, then um, he's strong-willed, then he uh, does if it, the game doesn't go his way, then he's mean, right. and he acts out, um, even physically. Yeah. So I think that the message needs to be you know, more about not focusing on the, his bad behaviors but being kind so I suggested and this is where I think first of all she needs positive parenting coaching yeah okay um I think she's her family's gonna flourish once I turn her on to your course <laughs> but also too I said to her bring the book have you filled someone's bucket today to class and let put him in charge of the bucket so it's like his idea because you yes. said Empowering. a strong-willed child really just wants a leadership role. Yeah. So all the all kids, <laughs> yeah, they get to decorate their little buckets. And here's, this is the premise of the book. If I say something kind to you, I filled your bucket. So if I say, I love, you look so cute in that hat. And you yeah. do it, by the way. <laughs> so then the teacher goes, wow, that was really nice, Tracy. Go put, um, and you can get little pom-poms, you know, go put yeah. that in Wendy's bucket because you just yeah. filled it. Um, now, dipping is, if you said something mean to me, you're dipping in my bucket, and if my bucket is empty because everyone's dipping in it and yeah. saying mean things to me, with an empty bucket, I possibly will turn into that mean child. Yeah. So here's what the book says. We need to teach children to put a lid on their bucket so they can't dip. The reason right. the man at Home Depot couldn't dip into my bucket was because I already had the script written in my mind. Yeah. I was ready to go. I had a positive response ready to go um, You know, yeah. in my mind. So now... Once those buckets are filled, so your bucket's full, everyone's been saying nice things about your hat, now you're going to be feeling so good about yourself, you're going to start filling other people's buckets. Yeah. So you turn it into a visual project with these kids, and then at the end of the week, um, we have a party to celebrate our, our full buckets. That's awesome. Uh -huh. Now, I don't know, I don't think you do anything with the dipping and you'd have to look into that yeah that's like, I don't, really cool like if you said something yeah. mean to me i don't think it's you a, go it's and a take something out of my yeah. bucket <laughs> um, yeah but I, lo I love though that you would put this child right into the situation of leading that activity, leading yeah. activity. because here you know a he gets to be a leader that's what we wanted to do anyways mm -hmm. and the whole like activity is around kindness yes yeah. and we yeah. did and right the, yeah. we're yeah. stepping away from labeling him as a bully we're helping the kids to seek to understand him we're helping the teacher seek to understanding we're helping his mom seek to understand him we're helping to empower him we're helping just change the script change the narrative yes fresh start fresh start yes I and also that. helping these other kids um to not get into a victim mode so i thought that was a cool story of just an example of you know yeah little six-year-olds they'll get into trouble sometimes they'll get into some bad patterns and there's just so much you can do around what we've talked about today to help yeah. switch them out so yeah and um, parents no matter how old your kids are like imagine working through this life skill and this stuff now like what that means in high school and then what that means when they're out in the world like I think we all just mm -hmm. want 
you know, kids that can become adults that are peacemakers instead of, Mm -hmm. you know, just having troubled relationships um, on either side. Right. You know, whether whether they're being labeled the bully or the victim or somewhere in between. It's like, let's let's give them tools to navigate this wild world. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so good. So Tracy, you've been so kind. You've created a a takeaway worksheet, right? So verbal karate cheat sheet that you have offered to give our listeners. Thank you. So my pleasure. Over on the show notes page, um, you guys know the drill. You can go over there. You you can download Tracy's free verbal karate cheat sheet, and then tell us more about where we can find where listeners and I know are like so excited about you, where they can find you, and also you mentioned that you're looking worldwide for. So on playitsafedefense.com and we're looking to have people teach our course um, in other cities. So right now we're in Phoenix, Philadelphia, Las Vegas, and um, (laughs) it'll come to me. (laughs) New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. But we really would like to see this course taught in other cities and you don't have to be a martial artist. You just have to be be a black belt? No, no. You just have to be really good with kids (laughs) and sport that chihuahua puppet. Yes! And and the the class is the verbal karate class, or is it a class that does all three? All Um, three. All three. All three. Two-hour class. And and what about Facebook? What are you on Facebook? Yeah, um, so Play It Safe Defense on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay. (laughs) And we'll have all that in the show notes for you guys. Okay, great. Thank you. Tracy, so much. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for what you do. Yeah. I know. Positive parenting, that's the solution. Yeah. Well, together, I think we're a great team, and you're such a light. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kids' worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.